matter of perspective, right? Yep. Uh, truly dark times. Yep. And then though for those who are prepared, truly good times. You know, because there's there's so much that you can do during. I don't, I don't want to call it a depression. I don't know how deep it's going to go. But it's going to happen. Things are going to crash. The, the markets are going to crash. Housing's going to crash. All these things are going to crash. It's, they're crashing. They're crashing at the <laughs> moment, right? But it's going to uh, get a little darker. And for those who are prepared for that, you know, and I'm talking financially, this type of thing that's getting ready to happen to mm-hmm. to the country and to the world, actually, when you're prepared for this, you're going to come out of it better, but you have to be prepared. You know, there's going to be stuff that's going to happen, and you can look at it from a perspective of this is horrible, I'm going to crawl in a shell and die, and I'm just going to hide, and, and or you can look at a perspective of, all right, this is opportunity. What? I got a head rush. Is that why they have you do Lamas so you can get a head rush? Oxygen is a good drug. Anywho, <laughs> welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> welcome to yet another amazing podcast here at Talk Hard Podcast. Where are we today? We are live in. I have nothing, nothing. London, po- England, because <laughs> I've been trying to go there for like three we weeks London, now. London, baby. Yeah, I think that was like a. Redneck, <laughs> London baby. Yeah. Oh my God! Literally, when I when I was trying to think of a town or a city, nothing came up. I thought of Iron Bean Coffee, which is in Toledo, Ohio, by the way. If you guys Boom. want to check out the best coffee in the yes. country, check out IronBeanCoffee.com. dot com. I don't drink coffee, but I heard good things. Oh God, I love it. It's the best coffee. I literally tr- traveled the world on the interweb, <laughs> <laughs> and I found uh, I, f- I found this coffee company. Uh, oh, and, shoot. Just, and and I went and go visit them, and I I got to roast some beans. Anyway, amazing coffee. Maybe I can get. Hey, Fred Chanel, can we get a sponsorship on this program, please? Hey, reach out. Iron Bean. Holla Ever- at your boy. Anywho, guys. So- Welcome so to the what's show. up? Hold on, hold on, hold on. My name is Marty Norman, by the way, know, and this is Brian Gordon. And y'all might not recognize him because he's got facial hair. Oh, oh, you know, Marty hit puberty this weekend. You, you noticed and got excited you? about it. Did you notice? Notice I took pictures. I'm going to post that crap everywhere. Oh, so uh, yeah. So I went to I went to a men's retreat this weekend. Yep. And I realized it wasn't a man without a beard. No, that's not true. That's not true. I don't know, Duh. man. Something like I I don't know. Um, I decided, and I talked with Brian Kendrick live. Brian Kendrick, um, I said, "Listen, man, let's, let's, and I didn't shave for the weekend because it's in, we're in the we're in the woods, we're in cabins, we're you know we're getting right with God kind of deal, you know, just my AA, AA uh, workshop." But I didn't shave for a couple of days, and I said, "You know what? Let's do no shave. What is it? November? It should be okay. So no shave or November a in October." Got it. So here I am. I'm going to do 60 days and no shave. Okay. A challenge. So only myself. beard October? <laughs> I like it. Only Picasso. fans, but for beards? Picasso. <laughs> I implore all of you to join me. Hey, actually, let's see who will join me in two 60 days. Two days. <laughs> two do consecutive the months equaling 60 days. 60 days. There we go. 60 days. Carry two the two, Marty. Carry yep. the two. <laughs> This is a new uh, one for me. What are we talking about today? Man, I Marty? tell you. Uh, so, uh, just... Is this what it feels so like I, to be you? 
<laughs> you should be in here. <laughs> this man, this doesn't stop. No, man, I've been seeing these posts and these TikToks and these, um, you know, this, this. I don't know, I guess it's part of this woke um, genre of okay. people, right? Yep. Um, I've been seeing these posts about, <clears throat> and, and it was weird because we had a conversation the other day, you know, and, and it was right when I said, anywho, I seen posts of these people, these women and these men, um, talking about they're at their job and they're doing these little skits and how they're at their job and, and, and these people are encouraging people not to work. You know, don't work. Don't don't put in any effort. Don't put overtime in. Your boss asks you to to do some paperwork at home. Don't do it because you're not on the clock. And your boss asks you to come in on Saturday. Don't do it because you wasn't scheduled. And don't lift a neck. Don't do anything extra. You work eight hours a day, and and that's what you get paid for, and that's what you should do. And take your vacations, and take your PTO times, and just yeah. do these, do this, do this. And I'm just like, wow. Now, okay, wow. whatever the percentage is on that, I agree to some level that because for a long time I did not take vacation, mm -hmm. and it's not healthy. You earn those days, use those days. By all means, there's a difference, though, between using the days productively and using the days abusively, meaning if you don't care about, because you're not punishing the, the president of the company, you're punishing your coworkers when you do this unscheduled, I don't care whether or not I'm here, you guys will just have to pick up my slack kind of crap. You need to be productive in it and plan it ahead. Like well, with us, it's a 30-day minimum or we won't approve it because that's our policy. Yeah, I think a lot of places are two weeks, but that's, I mean, I guess that's not the point. I, I agree. Take your vacation mm -hmm. time, right? Take your two and a half vacations a year, whatever that looks like. I don't care. Um, what I'm worried about is this push and this in, uh, you know, I don't want people like if I live by that mentality, don't work over, don't come in early, don't stay late, don't don't work on a Saturday, don't don't go home with your work, don't do paperwork at home, don't don't do planning or 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 you know you, maybe you're in construction, you got to work bids, don't do those at home because you're not on the clock. These types of things. If I had that mentality, I would have never gone anywhere. I would still be working at a temporary service, and I'd still be making nine fifty an hour. I don't want people, men and women especially, to sit there and look at that and say, you know what, you're right. I am. I only get paid for X amount of hours, and that's all I'm going to do. If you do that, you're not going anywhere. You're not growing. You're not going to – I tell you what, man. You said a second ago, you're not going to hurt your boss by doing that, right? You're not. And you're also not going to get noticed by your boss by doing that. It, well, in a, in a positive light, you're going to get noticed if you're the person who says no to your supervisor or just doesn't just want doesn't want to lift the extra finger. Oh yeah, you're noticed. Not <laughs> you in know? the right way, but you've been noticed. Attitude and effort is is everything, and that's what I look for in my employees and people that work for me and people that do for me is like I, I don't you know you guys your eight hours that's great that's what you're scheduled to do, but I look at those people who are going the extra mile who are willing to do whatever it takes whenever it takes. Mm -hmm. I'm not asking you to take away from your family too much, but if you got to do an hour worth of paperwork at night, two hours with the, uh, make a bid up, make a phone call, you got to do some phone calls, you got to do some paperwork, you got to do some online stuff. If you got to do that, then do it. Here's the thing. All the people that, in my, this is my opinion and, and what I've seen, because I've consulted for companies and I've helped people like through the coaching programs and, and helping them turn things around when they reach out to me and they're like, 
why does my crew suck? And I get in there and I start talking to these people has nothing to do with work. I'm trying to find their drive and their determination. And most of the people, well, it's because they watch video. It's because they watch videos like that. Well, no, we're now teaching this in college. A professor recently got fired because his class was too hard. The students complained and he was fired. Well, this is what's wrong with the, the, we are letting this happen. This is college for you. This is the indoctrination. This is is the indoctrination of our youth is is, it's done in colleges. So it makes sense. Let me just break it down for all the people that are listening that don't get this. Life is hard. Uh, It wasn't supposed to be easy. No period. No, it's just as hard for everybody. So stop acting like you're the special Occasion. Oh, you're, you're a not snowflake. the special circumstance. You're a snowflake. Look, your life sucks like everybody else does when you look at it that way. <laughs> this came from. I'll just tell everybody. Like I've been putting in some work. Come I'm on. a salaried employee. Come on. But I love what I do, and I love the ability to be able to walk into the president, who happens to be my boss, and say, "Hey, we need to talk. Mm-hmm. This is what I've been doing for ex- was, for, a, for a long period of time. Yeah, I've, I haven't talked about. I've been there." going on a year and right. I haven't talked about it yet. Yeah. I've mentioned it a few times and we've had discussions and it's gotten to a point where I'm like, Hey, now we need to have a chat. Mm-hmm. I am willing to do the work, but I need to get compensated. Does that work for you? Or let's set a schedule that works. Let's talk about this. Not, I'm just not going to show up. It's a conversation. Now I was fired up and we had a different conversation at first and I had to calm down and say, Hey, I'm sorry. I'm tired, <laughs> but I'm not bringing some stuff home and I need to, I need to add value everywhere. So we right. just need to look at the value. What's been done has been done. I'm not, I'm the one that chose to stand up. So I'm, I'm not punished. He didn't make me do anything. Right. I just see it. But that conversation went so well in my favor. Yeah. Because you, I have the backing of, I've already done the work. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. You, you know why it went well in your favor? When you go to your boss and you ask for, for a promotion mm-hmm. or a raise or this or that, and you're up for your yearly review or yep. your or 90 day review, a 90 day review. Yep. You know what we're looking at in those reviews? Your attitude and your effort. How much are you willing to sacrifice to get to where you want to be? And I'm sorry, I get it. Like when you're, you, you know, you're, you start in an entry level position. I don't care where you're at in a factory, McDonald's, a business, construction. If you're an entry level position and you start in, you better grind your damn face off. There is no time for I can't do that. I'm on the, I work eight hours a day. I do this. Bull BS. You gotta pay to be the boss. You got you want how bad do you want it? Gotta and, pay the and I don't care. Look, man, that's what I look at. I'm gonna look at somebody people in my circle, people that work for me, people that have rose to the top of their positions that work for me, they have done that through grinding their face off. Mm-hmm. Not just because they showed up. Yep. Not because they, they did sh- people, people everywhere just do their job. And those people are great. We keep those people, but the people that rise in the, in the company are the ones who grind their face off, show up early, leave late, work extra hours, always add value to my company, add value to me, make my life easier. And those are the, those are what reviews are about. Right. You know, so I had this conversation right before he went on vacation. Cause he's got children and they do the fall break thing. Right. So, when he left, it was like, I feel comfortable leaving because I know I got you and a few other people here that are the people that are just going to get it done. There you go. So I don't have to worry about it. Yep. So you go enjoy your vacation. I got it here. I just want you to understand that if the conversation needs to come up again, this is going to have a conversation. It's simple. It's a conversation that everybody's replaceable, right? Yes. However, if I'm doing the workload of one and a half or two people, 
I'm a lot harder to replace. Absolutely. Because now you need me and my brain and another person just to do the grunt work on top of it. That's the thing. Add. You don't, you don't, <laughs> what was the president say? Don't ask what your country can do for you. <laughs> what you can do for your country? Ask what you can do for yeah, your country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Join the military because of it too. But you know what I mean? That's what it's, that's what it's like in yep. a job. Like, don't, don't. Don't expect me. I'll do my bare minimum if you're doing the bare minimum. But if you're adding value to my life, to my company, yep. and you're getting crap done, uh, bro, bro, you're going to rise. That's just the way it is. And I think this, 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 I see these videos. These videos are going viral with these women and men just like, don't it do it. Don't do it. You don't have it to do that. You don't work. You just enjoy your time off. Whatever. Okay, fine. If that's what you want to do, you will stay at an entry level position for the rest of your life. I want more in my life. Here's what I've also seen because when, when you evaluate a company, the best way to do it in, in my coaching experience has been to evaluate their personal life with it. And in my experience, most of the people that aren't working hard also have problems at home. So this is a deeper problem. And so I'm like, well, you got to fix your home life too. You got to be happy about what you're at at home. Because if you wake up pissed off, you carry it in here. Of course, eight hours of feeling like crap. I want to go home too. But when you (laughs) genuinely wake up happy because you know you've got a purpose and you know when you get home that you're taken care of because you're taking care of others, then it works. Well, you got to find your drive and whatever your drive is. And if you don't like your job, quit. Yeah. Today is the best time in American history, in my experience, in my 42 years of living, to be looking for a new career because they're everywhere and you can build something great. That's what I was going to say, too. We're in, the, we're in the midst of something that I have never seen nope. in my life. And, you know, people are doing sign, massive sign-on bonuses and... and hiring in it you know what used to be a 15 dollar an hour job is now a 30 dollar an hour mm-hmm. job and and they still can't find employees if you have any bit of drive or motivation or anything about you that that wants to be successful now is the time to to take advantage of that take advantage of that and just be that one guy that 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 your boss or or your supervisor can depend on because he, i guarantee you the way stuff is going right now he don't have many of those Nope. He don't. I can tell you right now, if you're from the age of 19 to 25, male or female, and you want to build a life and retire by 55, reach out to me, and I will walk you through how this works. How do they reach out to you, sir? They can email me at fans at talkhardfans.com. They can leave a comment below that says, Brian, please reach me, and I will comment back with an email. You can call me. I don't care. I see such opportunity in the world today that everybody is too busy about, and it shocks me. It's amazing. It's just simply amazing. We are. And Google, if you get mad at me for saying you got a problem. <laughs> Google's mad at us. Jeez. Every week. We're going to attack. Like I don't even know why. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have Chris Cornoff the cob over there just like uh, editing everything and we still get denied. I feel, I feel like if the video was just bleep, 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 we'd still get it cut off. gosh. But I want to say something else real quick because so, I saw something on the news this morning. And I don't typically watch a lot of it, but something hit me. As I was watching other, like, I wake up, I do my cold shower, which I know you're not doing, but I still am. I don't do it no more. <laughs> and, I, you know, I'm getting ready for the morning, and I'm scrolling through some stuff for YouTube to, like, watch something else to get into. And I'm kind of looking through, and I see this thing that says that um, Rolling Stones posted an article saying that the political agenda is just to scare the family into not taking their kids out for Halloween because fentanyl is not actually a crisis. 
Are you out of your effing mind? <laughs> Do you actually don't know, not know someone who has dealt with something on a fentanyl level? Because I've lost more people in the past two years since COVID to overdoses and other things than I know about through the C word. Sorry, you'll have to edit the first one. <laughs> well, it's insane. Like, it's a real thing. And here's the crazy thing. When I was young... My parents did the same. You bring your candy home, and they would inspect well, and it and look for little pinholes so to make sure you weren't getting drugged. Here's this is nothing thing. new. Here's the thing with that too, because I I remember I remember seeing posts of this. You know, you see this when I was a kid. We did. You know, parents didn't check the packages. Yeah, nothing open. They were talking about they were talking about like razor blades and and needles in in the candy back then. You know what I mean? Well, they were looking for pinholes to see if anybody like injecting anything in it and right. other stuff. Like you were looking for still. Paraphernalia. What on some neighborhoods level. are you guys trigger treating? <laughs> I don't know any drug but dealers. Seriously, but it's just like it's a normal thing, right? Parents are, are cautious, and and we're saying this is a real problem. And Rolling Stones, who has a stupid amount of followers, is going on saying, "Nah, they're just trying to scare you." Well, I, I, hold I, the phone. I, I feel two things. I, I I'm torn here because while fentanyl is absolutely the the number one epidemic in this country, yep, right, it is. It's killing. Hey, 200,000, you know, we've lost, with the overdoses and alcohol and alcohol-related deaths, we've lost over 200,000 last year alone. Right. Right, that's not even counting the, the you know, heart failures and all that stuff that's associated with drug addiction and, right. and car wrecks and all these other things, right? right? It's not even counting that. Right. So we're looking at a good 400,000 last year. And by the way, if you guys are struggling with drug or alcohol addiction, please reach out to the number right down there and we will get you some help. Absolutely. Um, but here's here's my problem with that. Like I remember this uh, a couple years ago. It might have been before the 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 uh, fentanyl epidemic. Um, but you know they were talking about how uh, houses were giving out ecstasy that looked like candy, and I'm just thinking to myself, who, what, how, how rich? You're a you're a massively successful ecstasy dealer. <laughs> If you're just giving it out to children, you know? Right. So where I'm at with the fentanyl thing is, like, I cannot see anybody standing there just handing out fentanyl. And then the other side of that is, well, I guess it's dirt cheap. Like, it ain't costing them anything. What is it, like, uh, you know, five cents a gram nowadays if you buy mass amounts online? Yep. You know? So I, I don't know. It's just... I think they're always trying to scare us into, into you know, in, into their whatever they want. You know, they don't like Christmas. Or they don't like Halloween. Well, that's the thing. You it's, know? it's funny how our other leaders can stand up and say, don't celebrate Christmas with your family because you might get someone <laughs> killed. However, when we yeah. say, hey, be careful this year when you're taking your kids trick or treating. If all they're saying is if you see things that look like this. Right. Be aware of what it could be. So do the same thing we've always been doing. Always Inspect done. your kids' candy. Watch what they're eating. A, you don't want them to go diabetic, so you don't want them eating everything in the bag, even though, <laughs> sorry to my other friends that I bought their kid 10 pounds of Starburst and, like, 60 candy bars. <laughs> You're an for that. That kid's bouncing off the walls right now. That kid's got a backpack full cuss- of candy. They are cussing you right now. <laughs> Guarantee it. Because I don't do the trick-or-treating thing. Like, I... I just don't. Our neighborhood's not busy enough, so we have, like, our friend brings their daughter over, and every time we usually give her a bag full of candy. Well, this year it's like a duffel bag full. That kid is sitting in her room right now, <laughs> rocking back and forth. Still from last year. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Look, man, it's, 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 it's common knowledge. Like, you do inspect the candy. And, you, you know, you, you, 
I don't know about you, but when I was trick-or-treating, I went to the nicest houses in the neighborhood mm-hmm. because some of those houses gave away nice, like Absolutely. full, like full, full candy bars. I was from California, so we would go up in Anaheim Hills because I'm from Anaheim, so you just go up in Anaheim Hills and everybody, and like you, hey, you get you cars there, don't you? Couldn't you couldn't live in Anaheim Hills without getting like the King <laughs> Reese's me, and like they, the they legit like dirt bikes and <laughs> they like give you like the legit candy. Um, so like, that's where we a, would go. Here's a power toy. <laughs> but it's like, stop trying to take the joy out of everything for us, period. Yeah, like, man. if you people out there aren't understanding that the media now has so much power that they can actually twist reality. Oh, like, good. if our mainstream media went on yes tomorrow and said, I just want to make sure everybody understands that the sky is green in about seven days, we would have a new teaching system. And everybody would be out there freaking out that the sky was actually green. They would uh, believe it because that's where we're at. They can bend reality now. They have labeled people racist. They've labeled people other things. And it just becomes true. Like, not, we just assume that you automatically have all the knowledge of everything in the world out of nowhere. And it's the truth. Well, you know, it just makes me, it's just really hard to believe that people are out there that are just so... I don't know, even know the word, but they just hear everything on that news. And they, I mean, it just, it was completely evident the last couple of years where you just had all these people just doing un, unheard of things. Well, that's how we got because here with this problem that we're having today. I know, I know it's is that sad. we literally made you all so afraid of going to work. I want to, I'm going I'm to share this. If I get in trouble for this on Google and everything, I don't really care. Get a shutdown. I haven't taken one day off of work since then, meaning like I took vacations and whatnot, but I haven't missed work. Me neither. Because of that situation that happened. Me neither. The first company I was at, I was like, I'm sorry. Everybody is like 12 to 20 feet apart. Stay away from each other like we always do because you shouldn't be chatting with each other anyways. We got work to do, (laughs) right? Everybody always ate lunch separately and anybody that ate together lived in the house together anyway, so there was no way to stop it. So we're not shutting down. I we're gonna keep out, pushing. I was out licking handrails the whole time. <laughs> I think I don't care. Marty was on TikTok licking toilets. I was. I don't, I don't care. Like whatever. Like I ain't scared of the. I don't even want to say it. the c word. We just call it the c word. Well, I ain't gonna call the it C-1-9. that. I, I ain't even gonna call it that. I'm just gonna call it the f word. And it's know? a real thing. Don't get me wrong. I do believe that whatever they labeled it, there is a different form of some sort of disease out there. Like or whatever they call it, a disease is way too strong of a word for me. A virus. A virus, right? Like, it is real. So is H1N1. Like, but those are all I want real. you guys to know that they completely skewed the numbers. The numbers were 1,000% off. And if you guys need to check some things on that to find out, but I don't know if... No, nobody in the last two years died of, a, uh, died of anything other than that. <laughs> I, I, am, I implore everybody to read. As every death was that. Read Tony Robbins' book. Click the box. The Check life the box. Force. Check the box. Check the box. We get money for that. Check the box every time you get money. money you got to read money. Tony Robbins' book, The Life Force. <laughs> All right. They touch base on the statistics, and the number one cause of death during that time in reality was fear. I'm scared. Power of suggestion causing so much stress on the body that when you have high levels of stress on the body and your norepinephrine races up, and it causes your heart to run harder, beat harder, do other things, not to mention all the other physiological things that are happening during a stressful. It's like having a 24-7 panic attack that you're not aware of. I wasn't stressed at all. But most people are because they look at it and they go, holy crap, I don't want to go outside. I'm, I'm going to die. die. I'm going to die. 
I've got news for everybody out there. You're going to die anyways, and it's not up to you or that disease or anybody else when it happens. Like it or not. <laughs> Newsflash. Nobody gets out of life alive. It's not going to happen. <laughs> so if uh, you want to be safe, get on that new spaceship and you can go to Mars and I'll wish you the best because I'm good where I'm at. But so, I enjoy my life. I don't know how we got off on this tent, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but here we are. So here's the reality of the workforce right now. If you want to build a new career and you don't know how, please reach out for free. I will help you. Well, we're getting ready to embark on, so inflation's up like 7%, right? Mm -hmm. We're getting ready to embark on some truly matter of perspective, right? Truly dark times. Yep. And then for those who are prepared, truly good times, you know, because there's there's so much that you can do during, during, um, during this time, I don't, I don't want to call it a depression. I don't know how deep it's going to go, but it definitely, you know, um, it's going to happen. Things are going to crash. The, the markets are going to crash. Housing's going to crash. All these things are going, going to crash. It's, they're crashing. They're crashing at the <laughs> moment, right? But it's going to uh, get a little darker. And for those who are prepared for that, you know, and I'm talking financially because that's what prepared for this type of uh, – structure this type of thing that's getting ready to happen to mm-hmm. to the country and to the world actually when you're prepared for this you're going to come out of it better but you have to be prepared you know there's going to be stuff that's going to happen and you can look at it in a in a in a from a perspective of this is horrible i'm going to crawl in a shell and die and i'm just going to hide and, and or you can look at a perspective all right this is opportunity this is opportunity to to, to grab a hold of something invest in something, buy something, uh, start a business and, and, and see, buy a business. I don't care what it is. Well, here's the thing. Tony Robbins said it best in my opinion. And I do follow the guy a lot. I've been following him for many, many years, but he's, he always asks the question. So I'm going to ask everybody out there the same question. What is the, how has the worst thing that's ever happened to you become the best thing in your life? Right. That's the perspective of it. This is happening now. It's the same moment. Yeah. So think back to, because right now you're thinking that's not possible, right? But if you think back a little bit, I'm sure there was something in your life. I'm telling you right now, and I've had a million people ask me this, if you could go back and not pick up that first pill, would you? My answer every time is yes, I would. would. Why? Because it has helped me be who I am today and change and shift lives in other ways and support people and understand where they're at. Like I get you. I see you. I know you. Yeah. You I am are you. I literally. I am you. I know everything. I could literally point it. I could draw a picture of your day for you. And that's the same. Like puts it in perspective of that horrible breakup that mm-hmm. you went through. That you was just your 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 world Thought came crashing over, right? down. I'm never going to get out of this. I'm right. in severe depression. Yep. You know, and, and you and you come out of it the other side, and you're like, oh my god, I'm so blessed that 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 person left me. You That's know how I, mean? I ended up where I am today with my wife. Yeah. We recently had on the video. If you don't like it, if you want to watch it and you like it, go back, check it out. I got there because I finally stopped after getting so tired of the heartbreak. And I said, I want to evaluate how most of my relationships started and what happened with them and what I was missing. So I started looking into myself. Yeah, yeah. And I realized that whole like, because, uh, you know, emotional guy, I'm all or nothing. As soon as I feel like it's going, boom, I'm in. Let's go, right? Same. I'll move in. Let's go get married. I don't give a crap. Like, I'm in, right? Like, I'm in. 
Let's go. Let's build a life right now. Hey, Chris, all we need is a woman with a food stamp card and a like, and public just, housing, right, bud? We're moving I'm in. Just saying, That's what like, I think. I'm in. That's like, where I was. But uh, with my wife, I stopped and said, I don't have to force this. We're best friends. That's what built our relationship. And I've never actually been friends before I got into it with someone. And me and her for three months really just hung out. We just cuddled on the couch, watched Dexter and other things, and had great conversations. Dexter. And just, oh, my God. Like, we just had this little fun thing and That's realized bonding. that we're very compatible. You guys were watching people kill each other on TV. And, like, and it this was is amazing. <laughs> well, hey, here's the thing. As long I, as we're both Dumber. watching it at the same time, then we both know the same plan. So one can't get away with it. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like if you looked at any horrible tragic situation in your life that's happened or you're currently in if you can just take on the perspective of of you know it's find the good in it and and your life will take off i swear to god every bad thing that's ever happened to me at the end of the day and it, it ultimately got me to where i am today and <clears throat> the same thing with this with this thing going on right now if you can look at it from a different set of eyes a different set of glasses and see a, the good perspective in it see the positive in it you will find if you look for it you will find it period mm-hmm. if you look and you dwell in the negative and you dwell in the bad that's exactly what you're going to see that's what's like attracts like if you put out bad and you put out bad thoughts and you're thinking negatively all the time that's all you're going to see well i want to know who actually did my 30-day challenge so if you did comment below reach out and say something i want to know because I can tell you right now, if you genuinely push for 30 days, you focus on one thing that you want, and every day you wake up and push, as if today was your last day, what could I do to get closer and closer to getting that one thing? One step at a time. One, day one at step time. at a time. If you don't notice the things in your life shift in 30 days, then you're not pushing hard enough, or your why is not actually true. Yeah. And you have to dig back. Like, I want a million dollars in 30 days. Okay, you're an idiot. <laughs> you're not playing the lottery, are you? Hmm. You have to think, I want to become a millionaire. That's the difference, right? Not a million dollars. I want to become a millionaire because having a million dollars doesn't make you a millionaire because now you're going to spend it. I want to be a billionaire. So you focus. And my drive every morning is I wake up, I shower, I finish with a cold shower. I take a minute to meditate. I focus on what I want. And even during the crappy days when I am just ready to break, I pull back and say, wasn't that bad? What can you learn? Nothing went wrong today. I just learned a bunch of different ways how not to do things. Absolutely. That's it. It's all perspective. Perspective Your life will change when your perspective does. The world around you doesn't change. No, it doesn't. Just everything you're noticing about the world has now changed. That's the difference. That's how we create the change. So, guys, when you're in a negative moment in your day, just take a step back, take a breath, and say, okay, what am I supposed to learn here? Feel it. Life is all about perspective. How I choose to look at anything is exactly what it's going to be. That is, without a doubt, the most powerful, true thing I've ever said. How I choose to look at something is what it is. So if I choose to look at it negatively, that's going to be a negative thing. If I choose to look at it positively, I'm going to grow from that experience. On a simple format, you can do it like the gym, right? The first time I left the gym, the next day I couldn't move my arms. (laughs) Right? Like, it was genuine pain. Like, I was like, I think I actually hurt myself kind of pain. Yeah. That was the first day. And I could have either said, okay, that sucked. I'm never going to do that again. Or I could have sat with it for a minute and think, okay, what is this and why is this happening? And what can I do to progress? And then a year into it, 
you're He's yearning for that. You're like looking for that. You now that pain is like I'm growing. I'm getting stronger. That's the shift in the perspective, but you have to embrace it. So if you're having a bad day, stop what you're doing. Yeah. Let it feel like feel it. It's okay. You're not going to die. I promise. Nobody's ever died from a panic attack. This is scientific proof. <laughs> so feel it for a minute. Embrace it for a second. Enjoy it as much as you can. And the more you get used to that feeling, the less difficult it becomes. Yes. So let's create a movement. You guys reach out to us. We're going to launch a link if we can, Chris, that shows our website that is finally up after months and months <laughs> of playing with it. Lots of months, Chris. Lots of months. <laughs> no, no, no. I would, I, I'm going to give Chris some mad props. The guy has been doing personal things in life. That is a big shift in himself, which is a great thing. And to see where he was at the day I met him and where he's at today has been a inspiring growth to me and every time i say something to him he fires back got it on it and i get something i got GoDaddy reaching out and i'm like it's not me <laughs> because they're texting my phone because it's on the account and i'm I like got Wait, the, what i got the dark web i got hacked now, and i'm like chris what's up <laughs> i'm, I'm kidding watch no, list I'm and the fbi too, came to my house last night chris thanks yeah chris you know, we're on watch list now because of you um because our, our <laughs> just everybody embrace yeah, your right. moments, please embrace what's going on in your life right now, because what we're coming up on, if you are not prepared, if you're not battle tested, you're not going to make it. So let's get in this together and we will show you how we've done what we've done. When you're having a bad moment, reach out. If you're struggling with addiction or you know someone it is, reach out to Marty. Right please. Now. We'll put the number down below. You got to reach out. Stop saying tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Never actually comes today Ever. is the day. All right, you guys like and subscribe. Send this Please. to your friend. We Share love it. you, man. We'll see you next love week. Love you guys next time.